0: expanded services to Jackson, Tennessee and DeSoto County. Make the wise choice for disaster cleanup that's in the people building business. Service Master by Cornerstone. 901
5: Respond. All 650 acquisition P 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage. Seltos P745-8378 MSRP 23996. Sportage P7173-696 MSRP 27077. EV6 P5105073. MSRP 49965 Includes all rebates and incentives. Must finance through Hyundai. Excludes tax and license with approved credit. See dealer for complete details. Offer valid 53123. Dealer stock only. Warranties limited powertrain warranty. See Kia.com or retailer for details.
0: Hey Jeff Allen, you ready to command the road at
3: Goss Kia South Mount Mariah? Listen to this, Randy. I've got a world performance car. 2023 Kia EV6 wind EPA estimate range 310 miles at $499 a month, $4999 due at signing. Whoa! And a 2023 Kia Seltos LX SUV 34 MPG 263 a month, $2999 due at signing. Plus a 2023 Kia Sportage LX 288 a month, $3499 due at signing. All 36 month lease.
0: And Kia's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited. Warrantied. So Whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be happy, happy at Gosset Kia, Mount Mariah. 2680 Mount Mariah or kiamountmariah.com. Whoa,
5: whoa, whoa. Yeah. Sometimes we laugh, sometimes we cry, but I guess you know now.
1: Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now baby. back to the Gabe Kuhn Show, live that's from the, that that the that Service that's Master that's by Cornerstone baby. Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Baby.
6: We took a trip, now we on your block And it's like a ghost town Baby Where did he be at when they said
7: he There's only one man On this earth that owns this time slot on a Tuesday, and that would be Christian Fowler at C. Fowler, BCM, my podcast, uh, co-host Brethren, if you will, on the Bluff Pod. You can find it Apple, Spotify, YouTube, uh, wherever you get your podcast. But he is senior writer and content creator for Bluff City Media. Christian, uh, how was your weekend? First
6: extended? Fun, I hope? It was. A lot of family time, a lot of friends time. Mom's my mom's birthday was over the weekend, so we, you know, all the family hung out, cooked out, hung out on Saturday. So yeah, good weekend, good relaxing weekend. What
7: about you? It was great. I, I I found that I can only eat so many hot dogs and burgers, though. Like there there is a limit to hot dog and burger consumption, and you know once you, you reach that it? limit, yeah, I I I need to take it a couple weeks off at the very <laughs> least. Like it it you know Sunday uh, Sunday and Monday were uh, it was just burgers and hot dogs and brats for every meal. It's just not uh, good on many, the stomach How many after of a while.
6: each
7: do you think? How many of each uh, do you think you uh, ate every week? Uh, probably three burgers. Two brats and a hot dog all together?
6: That's not too That's terrible. not I mean, it's not I like mean
7: a for, for a normal human being that's that's a lot. For me, you're saying it's not too bad. I understand that. Correct correct. Like over over the span of two meals consuming that much is uh it's not normal. It's not normal for a, for a regular sized
6: person. Yeah, but I was thinking you were gonna say like four and four or something like that, like four burgers. Like I four said, hot there's dogs, a, there's that limit you hit
7: where your st- you know your stomach just stops agreeing with you, and you just have to you have to take it a little more easy. I feel you. Yeah, yeah, and mixed with mixed with uh, light beer, just it just usually doesn't hit hit the right way. It Just usually bothers the stomach in a way that that your stomach should not be bothered. But you <laughs> you you just had you just had a you had a Monday get together or a Sunday, or were you were you out just by the it. pool by poolside water side the entire weekend
6: yeah we had we had so we had family over saturday like i said we were by the pool all day sunday was by the pool with friends all day and then got some a little alone time by the pool yesterday so yeah it was i was by the pool the majority of the weekend
7: i am uh i will say i am disappointed in myself i was too good with my sunscreen so i didn't get my base burn and oh, i I, I need I, I I, I to make sure I get the base burn i I was too i mean I guess Taylor was staying on my staying on my ass about it
2: <laughs> so yeah. she
6: said make sure you reapply
7: so I did and uh it, it I, I said going into the weekend I needed it and I just didn't get it
6: yeah you you're a little more fair skinned than me i didn't I didn't apply anything uh, I don't you know no, you're no pretty burn. fair
7: skinned man you're worried about it. you're you're a guy that worries about your tan though
6: i mean doesn't everyone look better tan?
7: I, you know, I think there's debate we could have there. Um, I'm sure there think, is. I don't think i do not not necessarily. I think there's some people that look worse tan.
6: I mean, if it's excessive, if you, like, it like got leather skin or something <laughs> like that, maybe. But a little, a nice little little tan on top of you, I think I think you probably look a little bit better.
7: Am I allowed to tell the people that you're a tanning oil guy? That you you like to...
6: <laughs> I mean, you
7: already did. You just did. Am I, well, I, I sort of, I, I, I inferred it. I didn't tell them yet, so there is that. It's
6: not a it's not an every time thing. Let's let's at least get it clear. Like I didn't put any tanning oil on this okay. weekend. It's just you know every once in a while I'll I'll do it.
7: Tanning oil and in five inch like, inseams. That's yeah.
6: <laughs> that's Christian yeah. Fowler
7: for you right yeah. there.
6: There you go. That's yeah. the gist of it.
7: Um, now I have to get into it because over the weekend I saw you guys. Uh, you and Kenny ended up dropping it on the Bluff City Media site. Um, the, the non-con schedule, we were waiting on Clemson. They were sort of the last, uh, last domino that needed to fall. Uh, but the whole non-conference schedule is released uh, at Missouri November 10th. Uh, then you'll have Alabama State, then the battle for Atlantis, which will be fun. That's going to be Arkansas, Michigan, North Carolina, Northern Iowa, Stanford, Texas Tech, and Villanova. You'll have a chance to play those teams at Ole Miss December 2nd at VCU December 6th, at Texas A&M December 10th, then against Clemson, then against Virginia before you really round it out there at the end of December with Vanderbilt and Austin Peay. What do you think of the non-con schedule? I mean, it seems like uh, Penny Hardaway and the athletic department put it together and there's some strength there that they can build up a resume with.
6: Absolutely. I mean, this is what Penny has said every year since he got to Memphis that he wants a difficult non-conference schedule to prepare them for conference play and in a year where you lose some of your top teams, potential, you know, quad one, quad two uh, wins, it was even more paramount this year to get a loaded non-conference schedule. And I think they did exactly that. When you look, really when you look from November 23rd, which is the beginning of the battle yep. for Atlantis, uh, to December 23rd, that month there are no give in it's that brutal. portion of the schedule. And really the only give on the schedule overall is, uh, is Jackson State, Alabama State, and Austin P. And that's it. Other than that, the non-conference schedule is... I mean, you could lose or win any of those games, and I think that's the kind of competitiveness and the kind of schools that you have to play uh, if you're Memphis to really boost that resume going into uh, conference play in January.
7: That month stretch of Battle for Atlanta starting November 23rd to December 23rd against Vanderbilt is just... I mean, that is brutal, and I just... Uh, considering, I think we, we had an announcement just a few moments ago, Caleb Love commits to Arizona, the, the, the roster, we've had conversations about it being uh, relatively incomplete. The way that it stands right now, if you go into next year with this roster the way it is, and this schedule the way it is, how do you think they'll fare?
6: I mean, it gets pretty dicey, I would imagine. if If nothing else is added, which I mean, there has to be pretty much to have a full to have a full roster, uh, full, full roster of scholarships. Um, but if you were to go into a season right now with this, I, w- I mean, I would be worried. You, you got Clemson, who was third in the ACC last year. You got Virginia, uh, Texas A&M, Ole Miss, which Chris Beard has absolutely loaded up at Ole Miss. So, I mean, I wouldn't. If I was a Memphis fan, or just even as a as someone that covers the team, like I wouldn't feel good about their chances going in. To the season with what they have now. Could could it surprise and be competitive in some of those games? I, I guess, but I mean, it would, I would feel pretty bleak about it with what they have right now because some of these teams, uh, I mentioned Ole Miss, and that's the one that's probably uh, the biggest turnaround from last year. I, I, I know Ole Miss and Memphis have played relatively closely, but it's always felt like in the past three or four years that Memphis is the better team. But now Ole Miss, you know, add Moose, Sage, Marion Shar, Brandon Murray. Like they've got legit talent, and we know Chris Beard is one of the better coaches in college basketball. Um, so yeah, it's a it's a tough schedule, and you have to you have to have more talent to compete with some of those schools.
7: Um, we are now um, a couple of days away from uh, June, <laughs> um, so the recruiting calendar is in a we're in an unfortunate spot, um, guys. Uh, with a lot of talent, guys in the transfer portal. Uh, on the recruiting trail in general, out of high school, have found where they want to go. Um, I'm out of ideas when, when it comes to transfer portal targets that Penny Hardaway should be looking at. Are you out of ideas? Do you have any idea?
6: Yeah, I just, who who knows? That's, I've stopped trying to give my theories and opinions and follow rumors and stuff because at the end of the day, everything that we've tracked and followed and been like, oh, this could be a possibility or it feels like there would be a connection here or we know, you know, for a fact, there is a connection here from previous history. None of those things that we've pointed to have really panned out or anything that we've tried to get ahead of just on a, on a guess or an educated guess has hasn't really panned out. You mentioned a moment ago, Caleb Love uh, committing to Arizona, probably what was it like one 30 o'clock this afternoon, uh, which was another one of those links that we felt like, okay, this is, you know Memphis didn't get involved the first time, so maybe they'll get involved this time. And this is their answer at the one. And you know now he's going to Arizona to be with Jaden Bradley, who a few months ago we thought was going to be the answer at the one. So I am I'm backing off and just going to watch how this plays out, I guess, because I, I genuinely don't know.
7: Is is considering Arizona has been able to capitalize like two guys, Caleb Love and Jaden Bradley, who will likely make up their starting backcourt. Let's be honest. Um, Kirk Chris is out of there. He went to West Virginia. They, they, they have two guys that they theoretically um, should trust uh, with some experience under their belt. Um, but clearly the idea here is that they have, they have bid a lot. Um, are the Tigers out of the situation where they can bid a lot? Like, wh- wh- I know the NIL conversation has been loud and relatively obnoxious the past month or so. Um, because of pe- uh, rumors people are hearing about things that haven't come to fruition when, when players have gotten on campus, some of the donors being disinterested with their, the, the, the return on investment, if you will, that they've given when it comes to NIL collectives and NIL money, NIL opportunities. Um, but how, how big of a factor do you think that is in, in what we've seen with, with Penny building this roster this offseason?
6: I mean, I think it's probably it has to do something with it. I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, oh, it's you know, Penny just it's not it's not the NIL. It's Penny just doesn't want all these players. I I don't I don't necessarily think that's the case. Do I think it's all NIL money? No, I don't think that. I think there have been some scenarios where uh, Penny and the staff just felt like it, that that player probably wasn't the best fit. Um, and then outside of that who knows? Yeah. Highest bidder is, is the way to go nowadays and teams like Arizona and uh, some of these top teams in the country that you see getting some of the top transfers in the country. uh, That's, that's just the way that it is. So we talked about this last week as well. And I was like, I'm not in panic mode on it. I'm not, I'm not overly concerned. Do I think it's in a bit of an issue? Yes. Do I think it's something that needs to continue to be addressed? Yes. But I don't I don't think it's the end-all, be-all for what we've seen for Memphis. I don't exactly know what the reason is. This is pure speculation. I, I mm-hmm. We talked we talk about this last week as well. We wish we had a, a bug in Penny's office at some point to know what the heck was going on. Um, but, yeah, I think NIL definitely plays a part and a role in it because it's just the free agency aspect of what college basketball is now. But I think there are other factors that play as well. Right.
7: Doesn't the uh, Penny Hardaway trip to his house for a $1,000? Um, the rebounders put it together, of course, Memphis rebounders, who have been supporting the program forever. Um, but doesn't the $1,000 trip to his house sort of beg the question, how desperate are they at this moment to, to try to yeah. get money funneling through their NIL situation and collective?
6: Yeah, you and I talked about this, like, off the record last week, and it's just like, that just seems like a strange ploy, you know, like, maybe at a smaller school where it's like you don't have as much attention and stuff like that, but, or, you know, even at a school like Memphis, say when Tubby was here, we would have been like, okay, that makes sense. Like, that's not too overly crazy, but it's Penny Hardaway. That's not a guy that you think would be like, yeah, just let these people come over to my house for NIL money. But I mean, I guess that that did concern me a little bit because that doesn't seem like something Penny would, would ever do, but. But you got to no play time. the game and they're clearly playing play, the game, yeah, right? Do, like do, no matter
7: you, no matter how you have to play the game, you have to play the game.
6: Right, you got to do what you can do and that's that seems what what they felt necessary to do.
7: And also like the return on investment conversation I had this conversation with Jeff on Friday and I I brought it up in regards to Tennessee and their NIL situation. Obviously, they've seen a return on investment cuz Sweet 16 run 11 wins last year in football. But I feel like uh, what are you hoping for exactly that will make you feel good enough to to go ahead and, and donate the same amount of money or exceed that donation the next year around? Right? Like, is it a Sweet Sixteen appearance? Is it a, a, a regular season championship? Like, what is that return on investment? I I almost and I know that people see this as an opportunity, like especially at Tennessee and Alabama and Georgia to go get the best players. They have the pockets. There's a big hunger. Um, but I think more so than anything, the return on investment at a place like Memphis or, or lower in the group of five, lower in the power five, is you have to save yourself from irrelevance, right? You have to save yourself from, from being the, the least talented team in your conference, and you have to try to keep up to win championships. I feel like that's all it really should, should mean at, at, at Memphis. I know that's not what people think when they donate, but at the same time, that feels like the reality of the situation.
6: Yeah, and this is this is a a tricky conversation because, you know, these these people that are investing and investing a lot of dollars like some of them I'm sure were okay with with last year with, you know, winning sure. the the preseason title and going to the tournament, but then you have other people that may feel like okay, that wasn't good enough or that wasn't worth it or whatever. So it it does become a question of what is the expectation? Like are you expecting, you know, if you give X amount of money and and you see X, Y, and Z player come in that now Memphis is going to go to the Final Four or Elite Eight. So it it is a weird – it's a very weird thing to think about. Like, it is so foreign to think about what people who are investing money into a college athletic program are expecting the team to do to make it a worthwhile investment for them. Like, that is so – that is such a weird thing to even think about but yeah, I think I think it all comes down to because you're not getting
7: return, like you're not making I you know, mean, you're, you're not making you're the not, money back in monetary. Yeah, no, you're not getting a monetary. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, getting it's, a monetary right. So it's tricky. I'm, it's tricky as hell.
6: I, I mean, you get you get the tax write off, which uh, if you are in that right. amount of money, where that you have to have those gigantic tax write offs to not pay in a ton of money, okay, it makes sense. But if you're just if if you're in a different bracket and, and given more so to just see team success then that's what you have to know is coming. Like, you're not getting a monetary return, and they may not be immediate results. Like, even in the past couple of years in the NIL era, like, we've seen teams go from irrelevancy, or maybe not even irrelevancy, but just to mediocrity, to immediate success. And then we've seen, you know, teams take a couple more years. So it just, it's uh, it's going to be different at every school. And then, obviously, people are people so everyone that gives their money and gives you know a lot of money to a university or to to an athletic department like their expectations are going to be Yeah different. you want to see so results no, you right want, you'll have those people you'll have yeah. those people that want to see them tomorrow like you know I want I want because I gave this money and I feel like because I gave this money Memphis was able to get this player I want to see them go to the sweet 16 next year or on the flip side on the football program I want to see them uh, win the AAC title this year and and compete for a new year six bid, and it's just man, it, it's, it, it's sports are sports. Like that stuff is so there, there's such a small there's such a small margin of error that those things can change. Like we talked about it all all March with the FAU stuff, like how how Memphis could have potentially been in that position. We all know what basketball right. math is and sports math in general, but that was so many people's thought processes, like. Memphis could have been this team that was that was playing for a title. So it's it's such a small margin of error that you have to. I feel like you have to be open to to seeing that. Okay, a couple of different bounces that could have went this way, and a couple of different bounces that could have went this way. But who knows? That yeah. is such a that is such a fine conversation to have. Like such a detailed conversation to have, and there's so many factors to that.
7: Now, uh, sidebar on the NIL conversation. Did you see the stinky comments that? Uh, Mizzou's head coach, uh, Eli Drinkwitz, gave at SEC spring meetings about NIL. He said, we're giving 18- to 22-year-olds life-changing money. People are making more money on NIL than my brother-in-law, who's a pediatrician who saves lives. And then he went on to say, you know, how it's a bad, and, um, you know, there's a lot of people gathering information about what's going on behind the scenes, and he says it's going to be an issue in his locker room. That is so foolish to me, and I'll talk about it here in a second when I get to the Blitz, once you get off, but... That is just a ridiculous thing to put out there as a head coach in this day and age of, of NIL and of giving money out and, and really using it as an inducement on the trail. And even with him, like, isn't that crazy you're in the SEC and you're talking this way when you are probably at the bottom of the totem pole when it comes to NIL money and recruiting money in general?
6: Yeah, I've never, I haven't been a big Eli Drinkwitz fan at all since he got to Missouri. Just some of the stuff he says is so head scratching, and like, I, I don't but he know, wears Jordans, bro.
7: He, he wears Jordans, yeah. so
6: he's cool. Sometimes it feels like he just talks out of his butt and has no idea what he's saying. But yes, I, that is a crazy statement to make as a collegiate head coach in this modern day of NIL. Like, why would you say that? And especially a team that literally just got Luther Bolton. Why do you Burn think they? Up. You think it, they? Luther, yeah, Luther Burton. You think they gave him nothing? Like five yeah, right. star. He's one of the best players in the country coming out of high school. You think he just stayed in Missouri because he's from Missouri? No, he stayed there for money. So just what? Whatever, man. Come on. That's like not the, to mention. Even, this is the same guy who thinking, just
7: got a million, uh, a multi-million dollar extension after three right. losing seasons.
6: Right. And if you think that, even if you do think that and have that opinion, keep it to yourself. If it's you know, kind of what keeps your job.
7: I like. I think I'm less. <laughs> I'm less mad at him and more just sort of wondering how how intelligent he is to put that out in the ether. You know what I mean? Because yeah. like recruits will see that and immediately be, you know, "Well, brother, you make six million dollars a year. You make more than a pediatrician who saves lives, and you coach football. This is how right. life has been as long. I mean, uh, especially in the 21st century, since professional sports, college sports, just." It's how it works. If the entertainment dollars are there, if people are going to pay for tickets, if people are going to a, a fundraise behind closed doors, if you're going to get those big TV contracts, that's just how it always has worked.
6: Right. Yeah, <laughs> if I was a recruit, seeing that, I'd be like, so you make ten times what your, what, what your would you say, brother-in-law or brother makes? Exactly, and yeah. You're, you're not saving lives either.
7: Yeah, when they sit down to have a meal, like shouldn't his pediatrician brother be looking across the table like, hey, brother, you got this, right?
6: Wrong. Right. Oh, slide that. <laughs> yeah.
7: Slide slide that uh, black card in. Show, yeah. show this, me what you on, got.
6: This is on you. <laughs> I, I save lives, and you have dumb takes. <laughs> yeah,
7: for sure. And uh, not very good football teams. Now moving on. <laughs> talking <laughs> with Christian Fowler, Etsy <laughs> Fowler, BCM on uh, Twitter on the Bluff Podcast. You can find me and him every single week. We drop it. Uh, it'll be on YouTube, Spotify, and also Apple. Um, now, last thing for you, NBA. NBA, Eastern Conference Finals, uh, Celtics, what the hell, man? Come, come uh, Make it all the way back to TD Garden for Game 7 and then just flail, fall on their yeah. face. And I, I, the stat that really just blows me away is the fact that they played 102 games this season uh, in the regular season and in the playoffs. 84 points is the lowest point total they had all year and they saved that for the last game when they could have punched a ticket to the NBA finals. That team is maddening. That team is very maddening to watch.
6: Yeah, it's like it's like the case of the team that just continues to get right there to the edge and they can't do it. It's kind of like the kind of like the Bills in the 90s or something like yeah. that. I know they haven't went to four straight championships or anything, but it, it's felt like what the last 3 or 4 years like they've been so close but typically in the in those big moments, they falter. And I was talking to our guy Kenny Stubblefield yesterday about it, and he was like, man, Boston's going to kill my. There's no way Miami's going to go into Boston game seven and win. And I was like, Vegas has Miami seven-and-a-half-point dogs? Like, I just yeah. don't see that. Like, I, that team has just been playing so well. I know obviously they lost the three straight games after going up 3-0, but you kind of saw them never – Never flinch, really. I, I mean, especially Game Six. Like to lose in that way, like that is that is a tough way to lose. But when you listen to the guys talk, even after Game Six, they didn't seem the bit, the most bit worried about it. Yep. And they came in and they dominated the game defensively and did did what they had to do. Uh, what did Derek White take more shots than Jason Tatum? I, that doesn't yes. even make sense. Well,
7: then obviously the ankle the ankle injury on the first play of the uh, yeah. game played into that.
6: Still, I'm still letting letting Jason Tatum shoot as much as he wants, even on a bum ankle. Game seven, give me what you got because Jalen Brown. And,
7: and it, Derek it, Derek White had it, one less, but it was very close. Less. Yeah, but five, I think Jalen Brown Jalen Brown had ten more field goal attempts than Jason Tatum.
6: Yeah, Jalen Brown shot twenty three times, and I think Tatum was thirteen, and Derek White was twelve. That sounds that sounds right. Yeah. Um, but Jalen Brown just. You know, as soon as as soon as Jason Tatum got hurt early in the game, they kind of knew the offense was going to funnel through Jalen Brown, and he just he really didn't show up. Like he he didn't play well, and that's what he had to do in that moment. And the team just didn't step up. So another year of of pain for Boston fans. I think I saw a graphic today talking about like all the stuff the Boston sports franchises have been through over the last ten years, and it looks just brutal.
7: Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the Bruins were the one seed in the NHL playoffs this year and got knocked out by an eight seed, and now the Celtics get knocked out by an eight seed. They're struggling right. this year. It's not it's not very fun for them, I have to say. I have to say, but they've no. had, they have too much success in the past. I don't feel bad in the slightest. Now, Heat's next matchup the Nuggets. I feel almost the opposite about the Nuggets that that I do about the Celtics. They have had a lot of consistency. What do you think about the, the, the NBA Finals matchup, and who do you think is going to win?
6: I think it's the Nuggets to lose. I, I just I know Jimmy Butler's been playing well. I know the role players from Miami's been playing well. I know there are reports coming out that Tyler Hero could be back for game three of the finals. But just the way that the Nuggets have been playing at the team, the way that Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray, uh, and I'll even shout out your guy Bruce Brown. Oh, I know yes, sir. Bruce Brown
7: Legacy Series. <laughs> two weeks in a um, row I have to mention it.
6: So just the way that they've been playing, I feel like they are the better team. You know, on paper, I guess you could say, but overall, I just feel like they're the better team. I feel like they have the best player, and I just don't see. I don't see Miami being able to slow down Nicole Jokic and Jamal Murray, and and the same could be said for Jimmy Butler. Jimmy Butler didn't play as well over the last three or four games, but we've seen the entire playoffs what he's capable of. But I just feel like the Nuggets have more star power, and I just feel like they're the better team. I think I think it's honestly a series that could end in five. The Nuggets can win that series in five.
7: Yeah, yeah. I do have to give the tip the cap though to the Heat. I'm picking the Nuggets as well, but I have to tip the cap to the Heat for making it this far. It's been impressive with seven undrafted free agent players getting getting run in the playoffs. It's wild stuff. But Christian, appreciate it, my brother. All right, Gabe. See you all later. Yes, sir. That's Christian Fowler, at C. Fowler, BCM, from Bluff City Media. He's their senior writer and content creator. He also does the On the Bluff pod with me. We're co-hosts. Apple, Spotify, go to YouTube and check that out. Uh, The YouTube channel is Bluff City Media. Now, I have to transition away and get into the Blitz. And a few things to talk about in the Blitz, but none bigger for me than me telling Eli Drinkwitz what he needs to hear. Obviously, he's the head coach for the uh, Memphis, or Mizzou Tigers football team. But he said some things at SEC spring meetings about NIL that he needs to be better with. The messaging he put out was absolutely, positively stupid in the moment but I'll do that when I come back. 92.9 FM ESPN.
2: Are you ready to sink your teeth into something truly delicious? Look no further. The Topps Barbecue, a Memphis tradition since 1952. Topps has world-class cheeseburgers, tender brisket, ribs, hickory smoked pork, and so much more. And by more, we also mean breakfast. That's right, Topps. Barbecue is now serving
1: breakfast. You can start your day off right with a grilled breakfast BLT sandwich and coffee at 11 of
7: their 17 Mid-South locations with more on the way. So come on down to Topps and taste what everyone is raving about.
0: Join us at Odyssey as we all do our one thing, together millions of things for our planet. When planning your summer vacation, pick a destination close to where you live to limit your use of fuel. When we each share our one thing, it becomes a million things for our planet. What's your one thing?
8: For nearly 18 years, we've been delivering brand new vehicles right there in the Memphis market. And now we're excited to announce that Red River has a Toyota store right here in Wynn, just a short hop across the river to get the best deal on a new Toyota than anywhere else in your state or our state. Or we can bring it right to Memphis and drop it off in your driveway. You can order yours online right now at RedRiverToyota.com and we'll bring it to you. So check us out at RedRiverToyota.com or come see us and win.
2: Memphis Million is here at Southland Casino Hotel. Over a million dollars in cash, free play, and prizes are up for grabs now through August 30th. Come to Southland every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday from 4.30 to 8 p.m. Earn a scratch-off card to win free play, food offers, prizes, and bonus drawing entries. New members earn a free scratch-off card instantly when you sign up. Win your share of $75,000 in cash, free play, and prizes each week. See you at Southland Casino Hotel for the Memphis Million giveaway. It must be 21 Plus, play responsibly. For help quitting, call 800-522-4700. All
5: 650 acquisition fee, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage. Seltos P745-8378, MSRP 23996. Sportage P7173696, MSRP 27077. EV6 P5105073, MSRP 49965. Includes all rebates and incentives. Must finance through Hyundai. Excludes tax time and license with approved credit. See dealer for complete details. Offer valid to five thirty one twenty three. 23 Dealer stock only. Warranties are limited. Powertrain warranty. See Kia.com or retailer for details.
0: Hey, Jeff Allen, you ready to command the road at
3: Gossett Kia South Mount Moriah? Listen to this, Randy. I've got a world performance car. 2023 Kia EV6 Wind EPA Estimate range 310 miles at $499 a month, forty nine ninety nine dollars 99 due at signing. Whoa! And a 2023 Kia Seltos LX SUV 34 MPG 263 a month, twenty nine ninety nine dollars signing, plus a 2023 Kia Sportage LX 288 a month, thirty four ninety nine dollars 99 signing. All 36 month lease.
0: And Kia's 10-year, 100,000 mile powertrain limited
3: warranty. So whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be happy, happy at Gosset Kia, Mount Moriah. Twenty six eighty. Mount Mariah or
0: keyomountmariah.com. Baseball is in full swing. The free Odyssey app lets you listen to local coverage for the team you love. live stream your favorite sports radio station or jump back and listen to the best segments on demand. Don't forget we
2: talk to the manager every Tuesday at 2 p.m.
0: Don't listen to some guy from the other side of the country tell you about your team. Live conversations for your local team. No matter where you are, your season, your Odyssey. Get in the game and download the free Odyssey app today.
1: As a roofer, I'm always on the go so I need to be able to get things done from anywhere. That's why I partner with Beacon. With the new Beacon Pro Plus app, I've got the brands I depend on, like GAF, right at my fingertips. It's like having my Beacon rep in my pocket 24-7. I rely on Beacon because I never stop building, and neither do they. Now through June, purchase through Beacon Pro Plus and earn up to 1,500 bucks beacon always building
9: at the united states postal service we're reinventing our network to help keep your business moving with new shipping options to deliver better value greater flexibility to conveniently reach your customers more confident shipping with new informed delivery features and new electric vehicles for a cleaner brighter future Fast. Reliable. Perfectly orchestrated. The United States Postal Service. Delivering for America. Learn more at usps.com slash moving forward.
8: Hey, Jay, can you finish that induction range installation tomorrow? Orders
9: have really
3: amped up at Nate's Electric. We need
8: to finish installing it first in Maine. Did
3: we hear back from the grocery chain? It's no shock he needs electricians, like like yesterday.
8: Smart fridge. Everybody wants one of those
3: these days. Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed, you do.
1: We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description.
9: Visit indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you earn at the end of your first year.
5: Wait, hold up. Question for the audio engineer. Is this for real?
7: Apparently. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash match.
1: guests appear on the smile center hotline now back to the gabe coon show live from the service master by cornerstone studios on 92.9
7: fm espn Hit a homer with $5 Dinger Tuesdays on FanDuel Sportsbook. Each Tuesday all customers will get $5 in bonus bets for every home run hit by both teams when you place a $25 to hit a home run wager on MLB games. And the best part about Dinger Tuesdays is even if your bet loses, FanDuel will pay you $5 for every home run hit. Um, Make sure you pick the right way. Teams that hit a lot of bombs, the Rays have done a good job. The Yankees always have that ability. Make sure you wait on a player from uh, a team that really does well hitting the long ball. So you can get those bonuses back if you do not win. But there's no better place to bet America's pastime than on America's number one sports book. Head over to your FanDuel account or download the FanDuel Sportsbook app by going to FanDuel.com slash GabeK. That's my promo code, G-A-B-E-K, to pick your home run hitter. That's FanDuel.com slash GabeK, G-A-B-E-K. You must be 21 plus and present in Tennessee. Bonus issued is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after. After a receipt, max bonus, $25. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. If you have a gambling problem, call Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789. Now, on that note, it is time to transition and get to the Blitz. Now, the biggest stories
1: overloading, overloading the line. A bull rush of info. It's Gabe's Blitz on The Gabe Coon Show on 92.9 FM ESPN, Memphis's sports station.
4: All right, first up today, over the weekend, we had two new hires in the NBA. The 76- 76ers have reached an agreement with Nick Nurse, and the Bucks plan to hire Adrian Griffin, who was a Raptors assistant since 2018, and he was part of the championship staff. Uh, two guys
7: from that championship staff. Nick yes, Nurse yes. being the head coach, Adrian Griffin as well. Um, we have three... Different coaching hirings that have already been made. Eme Udoka to, to Houston, Adrian Griffin to the to the Bucks, and Nick Nurse to the 76ers. Still waiting on three more, Detroit, Phoenix, and Toronto, where Nick Nurse is leaving from. I do get a kick out of the fact that you have two guys from that Toronto bench. Yeah, you won a championship in 2019, but at the same time, two of the last four years, you've missed the playoffs. If you're the Raptors. And I don't think either of them are bad coaches. Adrian Griffin has been – I mean, it seems like for the last three years, he's been part of discussions to potentially become a head coach. He's finally going to get that opportunity. But with the Bucks, I think there's some things you have to ask yourself. You're going to have new ownership. Um, what's going to happen with Giannis in a couple years when he, when he uh, potentially could get out of that contract using his player option? And, and is that roster going to continue to be able to win for an extended period of time? We have talked about it on this show, Connor you feel like regardless and this could you could say this about a lot of winning jobs like potential winning jobs in the NBA 76ers are right there with Nick Nurse as well but sometimes you feel like you hop into these jobs and yeah, it looks good right now, but what about three years? Are you hopping yourself right into a firing within five years? And I feel like Adrian Griffin could be in that conversation, but we'll see if he can uh, uh, instill upon Giannis and the rest of that roster in a good way. Chris Middleton, that's still up in the air. But I do like, ultimately, to see new guys get opportunities, and Adrian Griffin fits that mold. Now, Nick Nurse to the 76ers, <sighs> I think it's better than Doc. But marginally better. He was only able to get through in 2019 with the Raptors. One, because the Warriors were absolutely decimated. Everyone was hurt. Everyone. And also, he had Kawhi Leonard for one year. He had a little rental, and Kawhi Leonard stayed healthy through that playoff run, and they were able to get over top. But I think Nick Nurse is a good coach, but I I have questions about his fit considering what we've heard about Joel Embiid, who's the main superstar, who makes you go. He was the MVP last year. He liked Doc Rivers. He hasn't hid that. Doc Rivers gave him what he needed to be successful, gave him an MVP-level season, put the ball in his hands consistently, uh, and played him a relative amount of minutes considering his injury history. I wonder the first time in a regular season game, in a a regular season non-overtime game, when Nick Nurse, we saw him do this all those years with the Raptors, The first time he plays Joel Embiid for 42 minutes, how does that go over? How does that go over? He's different with his rotations. I think he's a player's coach in front of his players in the locker room. But when he gets out on the floor, the way he plays his guys, how he plays his guys, what he asks of them night to night, he's got an old-school edge about him. And I wonder how that plays to a superstar of Joel Embiid's ilk. I, again, think he's better than Doc Rivers, but uh, ultimately, does it put them over the hump to go win a championship? Sure, he's a championship-winning coach, but this is a different situation where you have to manage egos, you have to manage uh, some friendships going on behind the scenes. Daryl Morey's still there. All that thing, all, all, all of that. James Harden could be off. You have to find someone to replace him. I mean, there's a lot going on with that franchise. I think Nick Nurse is a, is a good hire, uh, ultimately, but I, I – doesn't save me from having questions about
4: what it means for their championship window and if they're going to be able to get over the hump. Yeah, you know, I think both hires are solid hires, but I think each team has much larger issues than the coaching. I think the Sixers had more of a coaching problem than the Bucks had, for sure, but I think Roster and personnel and management and how things are run for both organizations are things that really need to be looked at. More so for the 76ers than the Bucks. I think the Bucks really just have a depth issue. They need to, you know, get a little bit younger. They have a ton of really, to be honest, older veterans that can't really get it done anymore. They have Jay Crowder. They have guys like Joe Ingalls. You got to move off of them. Grayson Allen, maybe. Pat, uh, you got to figure out what you want to do with Pat. And it's, you know, they have a lot of questions about their lineup, I think. The Sixers, though, have a culture issue that they need to deal with because reports have come out that the players pretty much run that place and Daryl Morey lets them get away with everything so Nick Nurse likes things to be run his way so I'm curious to see if there's any butting heads there I do expect James Harden to be out of there so they're going to have to fill that replacement so you know even though these guys are solid hires I think that both organizations have a lot more issues that they need to look at and I hope that neither of these guys become scapegoats for whatever happens next season because there's a path for each team to have a very disappointing season next year there's also a path to where each team improves and has a better season next year so you know I, I just don't really see either of these hires as being a game changer I would say I would I would bet on the 76ers going into
7: next year being the team that I could see having a pretty tremendous fall off. No James Harden, unless you make something happen in the offseason to go replace that production, you're in a really really bad spot. Um, and it doesn't look uh, he, like he's even thinking about coming back to Philadelphia, even with the new hire. It looks like he's still going to be off to Houston, regardless. Um, and and I just you, you talk about the culture, Daryl Morey. I, I think he's had success, but he does put so much in the player. He puts so much power in his players. Lap, You know what I mean? He gives them the, the, the go for everything. He gives them so much say in a league that's already run by players and player empowerment. And, like, you, you, you've you shifted it so far this way, trying to take it back, using a guy like Nick Nurse, sometimes it doesn't go over well. I could really see that going willy, really sour fast. Now, one thing that could potentially help them is Tyrese Maxey being a, you know, growing up and being a star. Borderline superstar guy, right? Next year with with James How- Harden out of the way, but he's got to take that leap before we before we sort of crown him and, and crown that team with Nick Nurse running them. But I, I could see them, I could see them having a tremendous fall off this year, and we'll see
4: what happens. Yeah! <laughs> Eli Drinkwitz on NIL at SEC Spring Meetings had this to say. We're giving guys, 18 to 22-year-olds, life-changing money. People are making more money on NIL than my brother-in-law, who is a pediatrician who saves lives. And we kind of do it cavalier and we think there's not going to be side effects or issues. There's information out there, bad actors out there, always trying to make a dollar. Running around campuses trying to gather information, it's going to become a key issue in our locker room. Oh, Sandestin, you got to love the the
7: SEC coaches heading out to Florida for their (laughs) spring meetings. I hope they, you know, Eli Drinkwitz, he's going to make sure, he needs a couple Mm -hmm. extra, he needs that SPF 80, make sure he doesn't get burnt while he's out there. But, um... My first thing, just like looking at the comments in general that he made, people are making more on nil than my brother-in-law, who is a pediatrician who saves lives. Well, you do too. You make six million dollars a year, and you got an extension after three losing seasons. You're making six million dollars after three losing seasons next year. Like I, I, I just, what are you talking about? When you're good at sports, at coaching them, at playing them, at running an organization, you make more money than people that save lives. That's always been a conversation. We've always had these conversations. But I thought we were over this. I thought we understood this. Athletes make more money than lifesavers. It's bizarre. It's always been bizarre. But the entertainment value is there. And the money that these guys generate is what it is. Unless you, I mean, if you want them to make less, lower ticket prices and lower TV contract numbers. And then you'll make less money as well. Tell your fans that your product stinks and they shouldn't watch it. No, it's just how it works. If you have a consumer out there who likes your product and you make money off TV and everything else, millions and millions and tens of millions and hundreds of millions of dollars, you're going to pay these guys out more. Because the entertainment is off of their backs. And ultimately, my question is for him, like, what are you doing? What what are you doing to yourself? Why would you say things like this outwardly? You already lag behind, if you're at Mizzou, which he is, you lag behind the rest of the SEC with recruiting and talent. You're putting out messages that have the chance to make that gap even larger. You don't think recruits see what you're saying? And they see that you reject the fact that NIL – you should be making more than a pediatrician when you make more than a pediatrician and you can leap and get, if someone offered you, if you had a good year and someone offered you a bigger contract, you, you could leave as well. Like I, I just look at what we have, uh, what we have done in college sports and Eli Drinkwitz, he's seeing through three years, he's not able to keep up. So he's kind of desperate and he's coming off pretty complainy, whiny, if you will. And also, He said, we kind of do it, Cavalier, and we think that there's not going to be side effects or issues. Who the hell said that? Who said that? I remember the lead-up to NIL. We always said there were going to be issues, and there were going to be different things on the side that that were going to be problems. How's the locker room going to deal with it? Where's the money going to come from? Um, Are are we going to completely devolve and just give guys money to come onto campus instead of making them do a commercial or do other things? We always knew this was coming. You're making things up at this point. And and we dove into this whole NIL thing and everyone um, thought that it would be imperfect. Like everyone thought there was going to be the same things that we're talking about right now. Most people, at least, unless you were being uh, ignoring it and trying to be naive. But everyone knew the unintended consequences we'd run into. And if you didn't foresee it, you were ignoring it to make yourself comfortable. And if that's Eli Drinkwitz... You better get comfortably, comfortable being uncomfortable because you are in a, a bad
4: spot. And I fear with these comments, you just made it worse. Yeah, I mean, last week we had an entire discussion about the issues with NIL and how they could affect players long term. Like Those conversations are already happening, so I don't really understand what he's trying to say here. The second thing that very much bothers me about these comments is that they came from a question about gambling. So it's like why how did you connect gambling to NIL which means that it was on top of his mind and he and he is really bothered by this for some reason. And to your point, dude, your brother's money has nothing to do with these college no. athletes money. No, Literally no, nothing. No. Zero connection there. So it just doesn't make any sense to me. I'm so tired of coaches screaming about college players' money when they're making millions of dollars to lose football games. Just shut up. Yeah. Just shut up, dude. Like you're not helping the conversation You've right been now. Six and seven the last. You're years. only dri- driving players I- away from you. I don't understand it. Like, what if you were a player right now that were committed to him and you heard these comments? I would be concerned. I'd be like, why am I going to go play for a guy that's bothered by the amount of money I'm making? Well,
7: l- latch on to it, Eli, or you're going to be out of a job. I mean, it's not that complicated. You have to recruit. You have to keep up. And you're in the SEC. Like, do you hear a lot of other—I mean, some coaches have made these comments, but they're on a different level than you. If Nick Saban makes these comments, it's a lot different than Eli Dam Drinkwitz making these comments. Right. You're not in a spot to where you can deny playing the game. You have to play the game if you're in the SEC and you want to keep up in football at Mizzou. So it's just foolish. All around. Not only were the comments foolish, but just the, the the backdrop of him making them at this moment when he wants to be the best version of Mizzou football. It's just stupid. It's dumb. Yeah.
4: Over the weekend, we got reports that only two teams made a real pursuit of DeAndre Hopkins before he was released by the Cardinals. Those teams would be the Chiefs and the Bills.
7: Um, also, I need to add this to it. According to Albert Breer, The Chiefs and the Bills were involved and made progress until Odell Beckham Jr. signed his one-year deal worth $15 million for the Ravens. And it set a market precedent that uh, if they were going to extend DeAndre Hopkins once they made a trade final, they don't feel like they could afford. And if they couldn't make the money work then, it's extremely unlikely that they can make it work on the open market. And I think ultimately what, what we look at here with DeAndre Hopkins had this conversation on Friday, he'll have to make... If he wants to win and he wants to be a Super Bowl contender, on a Super Bowl contender, I think there's certain monetary concessions he's going to have to make. And will he ultimately make those? I understand that Odell Beckham Jr. got paid $15 million, but that is a stupid precedent. I thought that was a really dumb contract by the Ravens in a lot of ways. Not only because they're, they're not the best as far as cap space is concerned, but they're also they, – they they deferred money five years down the road, so they're going to be paying Odell Beckham for five more years, basically, or four more years Um From this day forward, they have one year of his services, then three more years they're going to be paying the guy. So they had to make the money work in a really weird way. And DeAndre Hopkins, I just don't know if if any teams are out there necessarily willing to make that happen that are winners, that are are taking up a lot of their cap space right now. And right now, the teams that can make that type of money work are the Panthers, the Lions, the Packers, the Patriots. And I guess they'll have to defer money again, but it would be the Ravens. And does he? He said he wanted to play for the Ravens and Lamar Jackson. That would be something that works for him. But those other teams, the Panthers, Lions, Packers, and Patriots, I don't know if they're uh, good enough at this moment. If he wants to go win a championship, to go do that, to go help facilitate that. And <sighs> Chiefs and Bills seem out at this moment, unless DeAndre Hopkins takes a massive pay cut. And he's only played two ye- he's only played uh, you know sparing games the last two seasons. Do you want to make that type of monetary jump even if you're the Panthers, Lions, Packers, or Patriots? Do you want to do that considering he's 30 and having struggles with injuries? We'll see. We'll see. But we need to go ahead and wrap this show up. We'll do that next with the rewind right here on the Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM ESPN.
0: Get ready to command the road in a new ride from Gossett Kia on the Pike. Go the road less traveled in 2023 Kia Seltos LX, two sixty-three a month, twenty-nine ninety-nine to its signing. 2023 Kia Sportage LX, two eighty-eight a month, thirty-four ninety-nine to its signing. And 2023 World Performance Car, 2023 Kia EV6 Wind, EPA estimated range three hundred ten miles, four ninety nine a month, $49.99, do it, signing all 36-month leases. Plus, Kia's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. That's Gossett Kia 1900 Covington Biker shop 24-7 at kiacovingtonbike.com. Ask for Bobby J. He'll put you in a new Kia today. If you want
2: it, be it and Gossett motor
5: cars, 50 acquisition fee, 30,000 miles, 20 cents excess mileage, Seltos P745-8378, MSRP 23996, Sportage P7173696, MSRP 27077, EV6 P5105073, MSRP 49965, includes all rebates and incentives, must finance us Hyundai, excludes tax on the license with approved credit, CD for complete details, offer valid through five thirty one twenty three. dealer stock only, one limited power train warranty, see com or retailer for details.
3: What's up everybody, Nick Costos here with the Sports Betting Minute, brought to you by BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Pro baseball futures market, AL Rookie of the Year, where Boston's outfielder who came over from Japan this offseason is the favorite at plus 150, but it's a super Vulnerable favorite might not be that likely to win the award. So let's see if we can find some value going down the board. Let's take two shortstops here. Minnesota shortstop is at 30 to 1, who had a really nice stretch of games this past weekend starting to play really well. Again, he is at 30 to 1. And then we have Los Angeles' shortstop as well. He is at 50 to 1 and is starting to play really well. So let's take shots at the favorite in this market. Minnesota shortstop at 30. LA shortstop at 50 to 1. That's it for this sports betting minute, brought to you by BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and take your game to the next. Next level with the king of sportsbooks.
2: BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Must be 21 years of age or older. Must be in Tennessee. Visit BetMGM.com for full list of terms and conditions. For problem gambling support, call the Tennessee Red Line at 800-889-9789.
11: James Davis is more than just a clothing store. It's a place filled with people who have genuine passion for what they do. They don't want to just make you look good. They want you to leave the store also feeling good. So if you haven't stopped by James Davis lately, this is Gary Parrish reminding you, it's time to do so. The people are tremendous. The place is amazing. We're lucky to have James Davis in Memphis, and right now, they have incredible items at incredible prices, including Stant Custom Shirts. For those unfamiliar, here's how that works. You walk in, folks at James Davis take three measurements. Literally take seconds. Then they punch those measurements into a computer and it spits out the name of one of 99 shirts inside james davis you grab that shirt put it on and you're going to realize quickly that the shirt looks like it was made specifically for you then you're going to pick the fabric and the pattern and that shirt will be made specifically for you it'll be ready in two weeks prices start at just 138 dollars once you get one you'll never buy off the rack again The place to go for the best of men's clothing is James Davis. Go see my friends Van and Rob in the Laurelwood Shopping Center and check them out on the web, jamesdavisstore.com.
0: Andy Wise here. Disaster restoration, fire damage, water damage, storm damage. You think restoring property, right? No, it's about restoring people. And no one does that better than ServiceMaster by Cornerstone. Family-owned, Memphis-based ServiceMaster by Cornerstone won Franchise of the Year for how it saves businesses and restores families. And now it's expanded service. Services to Jackson, Tennessee, and DeSoto County. Make the wise choice for disaster cleanup that's in the people building business. Service Master by Cornerstone, 901, respond.
1: Meet Nate. By day, he works in IT, but when he gets on the bike, he becomes Ow. Nature Nate. An outdoorsy type with his head in the clouds and a weak supply of trail mix in his cargo pants. Nature Nate leaves no trace except for native wildflowers. If a tree falls in the forest, he'll help it get back up. (sighs) And Nature Nate rides with Geico because getting specialty coverage for his motorcycle is the natural choice. Geico Motorcycle, expert coverage for both your sides.
3: Tonight, partly cloudy and breezy with a low of 69.
1: Weather brought to you by Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Made with real brewed tea and a 5% kick of alcohol. Look for the bright yellow cans in store. Twisted Tea. Keep it twisted. Now, it's the Rewind. Now, we play a
7: battle Rewind.
1: Brought to you by Memphis Barbecue Company. Rewind on 92.9.
7: The Celtics flail after coming back to tie the Eastern Conference Finals 3-3. 0-151. 0-151. That's the updated record of teams after trailing 0-3 in an NBA playoff series. It holds. It holds. Even if it got tricky at times this year, it ends up ultimately holding. Uh, One team, though, that entire series had intensity. A lack of star power, seven undrafted free agents step up to play meaningful minutes. Caleb Martin for the Heat, he was so phenomenal the entire series. There's a lot of people talking about him and why he was left out as the Eastern Conference Finals MVP. Jimmy Butler won it, and he definitely sets the table for everybody else. But the other team, the Celtics, decided they were going to roll out of bed and out-talent the other team. Didn't work out. Now Jalen Brown is extension eligible for five years, $295 million worth of a Supermax this offseason, while Jason Tatum is extension eligible next offseason for another Supermax. Five years, $318 million. You do the math, that's $600 million on two superstars. And $100 million plus per year on two guys. Will they do it, or will they explore other options? We will see. Regardless, we have a Heat Nuggets NBA Finals. Rest to rust conversations on the way for the Nuggets. And for the Heat, if they complete this run conversation completely turns. Is it the most against-the-odds NBA Finals run in the history of the league? We also covered a little bit of Tigers basketball non-conference schedule. It looks pretty robust. Can they find the roster to go compete in that non-conference portion of their schedule? We have a few months to figure out. We'll see what Penny can do. If you want to play back the whole show, download the Odyssey app, search 92.9 ESPN.
1: What's the biggest game tonight? Presented by FanDuel Sportsbook.
4: Gabe, there's only one game. That What's matters. the one game? There's only it. one game that matters tonight. It's Richmond versus West Ham United, the Ted Lasso series finale. <laughs> 9 p.m. Pacific is it a championship time. Championship game? It is. It's ten, kind of a little okay. bit. It's you know, because soccer stuff is you know. So who standings. you got? You got West Ham. Or do you have Richmond? Well, of course, I'm, I, of course I'm rooting for my uh, guys at Richmond. Okay. Yeah, I, I, need, I need Teddy Lasso to go out on top. It's at 9 p.m. Pacific time tonight, 11 o'clock Central time. They push back to premiere date. We're not sure why, but I think it's because something big's going to happen.
7: So no MLB picks for you tonight? Ted no, Lasso's all the matters. Okay, rock I'm on. serious for Rock on. I, I need to get into it. I've, ne- you know, I've never, never done it. I've never uh, delved into those waters. Fast forward. Fast forward. Uh, Fast forward. SEC spring meetings are rolling along. That's where we got our ridiculous conversation from Eli Drinkwitz saying uh, bad things about NIL. But the question, really, for the entire week in uh, in Sandestin is will we get a conference schedule voted on? They have the 6-3 format, the 7-1 format, eight games or nine games. Uh, Hopefully they can get that done this week so we have clarity on what the conference is going to look like going forward with Oklahoma and Texas. We'll have more NBA Finals talk as the week rolls along. Stanley Cup set. Also, we'll have a first-time winner. Panthers versus Golden Knights. Vegas versus Florida. Ripe NHL markets that that we always knew about. Right, Connor? Sure. Ripe NHL markets. But that's a wrap (laughs) for today. Thanks to Christian Fowler and Jeff Coggins for their contributions to today's show. We'll meet back here at the same time tomorrow, but in the meantime, I'm going to pass you off to Joe and Amber. For Connor, I'm gay. Be easy. Be safe. And enjoy the rest of your night.
1: WMFS FM and HD One Bartlett. WMFS Memphis, celebrating a legacy of sports as the
5: flagship home of the Memphis Grizzlies and Tigers. Talk always live on the Odyssey app and on smart speakers. Say, "Play 92.9 ESPN." All six fifty acquisition P, Thirty thousand miles. Twenty cents excess mileage. Seltos P seven forty five eighty three seventy eight MSRP twenty three nine ninety six Sportage P 7173696 73696 MSRP twenty seven oh seventy seven EV six P fifty one oh five oh seven three MSRP forty nine nine sixty five includes all rebates and incentives. Must finance through Hyundai. Excludes tax, time and license. With approved credit, See dealer for complete details. Offer valid through five thirty one twenty three. Dealer stock only. Warranties a limited. Powertrain warranty. See Kia.com or retailer for details.
0: Hey Jeff Allen, you ready to command
3: the road? at Gossip Kia South Mount Moriah? Listen to this, Randy. I've got a world performance car. 2023 Kia EV6 Wind EPA estimate range 310 miles at $499 a month, $4999 due at signing. Whoa! And a 2023 Kia Seltos LX SUV 34 MPG 263 a month, $2999 due at signing. Plus a 2023 Kia Sportage LX 288 a month, $3499 due at signing. All 36 month lease.
0: And Kia's 10-year, 100,000-mile power. Train Limited warranty. So, whether you live in Horn Lake, South Haven, Olive Branch, or Memphis, you'll be
8: happy, happy at Gaza Kia Mount Mariah. 2680 Mount Mariah or KiaMountMariah.com. Hello, I'm Howard Mackler, founder of Innovation Refunds. You've heard me talking about the payroll tax refund for months. I'm so proud that we've helped over 15,000 businesses claim over $5 billion in cash incentives. If you own a business, even if you've asked your CPA about this, you owe it to yourself to take another look. Every client is assigned a licensed and insured tax attorney who evaluates your company at my expense to accurately determine eligibility. Innovation Refunds has hundreds of five-star reviews on Trustpilot and Google, and your business might be entitled to receive up to $26,000 per employee. Businesses of all types can qualify, including medical, professional, construction, even nonprofits. Please don't miss out on this. Even your doctor would tell you to get an expert second opinion, and we do a lot of work for doctors. Download the Innovation Refunds app now, or go to GetRefunds.com to potentially get a payroll tax refund of $26,000 per employee. GetRefunds.com. GetRefunds.com. It's time to turn up your summertime fun with Twisted Tea Hard Ice Tea. T
0: Twisted Tea is a smooth, refreshing, real-brewed tea with 5% alcohol. So whether you're camping, fishing, or at the beach with friends, don't forget to fill your cooler with those bright yellow cans. Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Keep it twisted. Twisted Tea Brewing Company,
9: Cincinnati, Ohio. Please drink responsibly. Anywhere fans go to cheer on their team, they're a behind-the-scenes. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles, and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.